0: Welcome back to the Graybar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldsmith swings and he hits a drive. He hits a Grey
2: Graybar, your distributor for electrical and datacom needs.
0: Millikens win! Millikens win!
2: Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. We are very pleased to bring in live here at 1118, Lutz Fan & Steel. Thank you for always being with us on these Sundays. I want to say that up front, that I really appreciate this. You have been with us throughout the season and Lutz, when you join us, you give great insight uh, to this team. It is a very valuable time for us and for our listeners, so thank you.
3: Yeah, uh, you're more than welcome. Always a uh, lot of fun, and thanks for having me.
2: It's great to talk to you. How have you been? Uh, what has this past week been like without the team playing in uh, MLS competition?
3: Yeah, I think it was good. You know, we can uh, focus a bit more again on the training with lots of um, lots of. Uh, Doubleheaders during the week, so you uh, sometimes just really prepare from game to game. So that that uh, little match break uh, gave us an opportunity to refocus, uh, to to look at certain things, to really also, uh, yeah, get ready for that last game and get ready for the playoffs.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you have your last game coming up on the 21st against Seattle, and then the playoffs. We don't know. Uh, when that will be, right, Lutz? So we we have an idea that it is going to be end of October, early November, but we don't have a date yet. I will tell you the tickets are selling like uh, no. <laughs> like hotcakes.
3: We also don't have an opponent yet. You know, it's uh, uh, it's very very tough uh, in that area uh, playing out that eight and nine. So there's like four teams who who really fighting for it. And then just uh, actually on midweek before the first play uh, playoff day. Uh, there will be this. 8th versus nine wildcard game, so which would be then obviously the winner. Our uh, our first our first opponent. So it's it's really open till just uh, three or four days before kickoff.
2: I know I get the question a lot. Like when is the date? Do we know? We just don't know, but we you can plan for the twenty first against Seattle and then be ready for what could be a lot of fun moving forward. But this is different this time of year for sure. The playoffs are different. Uh, teams are. That much better, that much more equipped, that much more experienced and ready to go. I was asked this, Lutz, before we went on the air this morning on a different show, Total Information AM, and the host of the show, Scott Jagow, asked me, how do you approach the playoffs at your city, if you are a city? I said, you don't change. You don't change the way that you play, because I think the way that city has played has been a distinct advantage and has worn some teams out. I love their style. Do you agree with that?
3: yeah uh, I would even make it simpler we we, we can 't change the thing we do because that's what we do <laughs> you know it's uh, it 's our way of play we are we don't want to uh, create a, a new tactical approach or how do we play in the playoffs We play the city style as simple as that um, uh, I think what is a great a great thing for the playoffs is that we have a, a home advantage uh, you know that's what really was that important to finish in the top four because we created uh, yeah, I think a fortress here in St. Louis and people don't like to play us here. They don't like to play us away as well, but definitely not so much uh, in St. Louis. And I think that's uh, just the way we will approach every other game. I think you will not see a much different approach when we're playing against Seattle this coming weekend or in the first playoff game. Um, home games are there to, to, to fight, to grind and to win. And that's what we're trying to do.
2: And then, of course, and this will also be a question for Bradley Carnell, the coach of City, but how do you keep that edge, uh, knowing that this game doesn't mean uh, anything to you in the standings coming up against Seattle, but certainly it means a lot to to see how you play moving forward?
3: Yeah, I think it, it means actually a lot to us. You know, uh, looking at the standings, yeah, you could get the impression uh, they already finished first. so. Uh, they don't take it that serious, but that's definitely not the case. Uh, number one, we still have one record to break, which is uh, having the most points ever an expansion team make with a win. We would do get do get that with a draw. It would be we would equalize the record. But then I think much much more important is that uh, you know I think it's our responsibility to when we're playing at home uh, to actually uh, treat our fans. Uh, our fans were there for us the, the, the whole year. Unconditional, uh, they they support us uh, in, in in any moment, uh, and I think uh, that's a game where we can really go out there and and, and do it again uh, for the people in City Park and uh, give our best performance possible.
2: When you look at this team and the ability to do what it can do, how far back, Lutz, did you start putting together this group? I mean, w- when you when you look back to 2020. Take us back to that time when you when you got the job. What was the first order of business, and how did you set about creating this foundation that we see starting to flourish today?
3: I mean, the first the first part was uh, to really uh, be on the same page uh, with the ownership from day one to to stick to the playing style, to the DNA, to the philosophy we have. I mean, that was the the, the most important, and I think that's the, the biggest milestone we had. Um, and then I think uh, the first the first part was more or less to to get uh, yeah deep dig into the football history to do a lot about when it comes to academy and, and and to use football. But when it comes to the first team, I pretty much had a list of players very early on. I would say late 2020, which are um, yeah, which I thought could be available uh, for our our important transfer windows. Uh, I started to be in touch with a few agents and players, which uh, came in the end of the day over here. Um, I think the next milestone was, of course, to get uh, uh, the head coach uh, installed, which Bradley was here one year before. That was a, a very important part to not get a head coach in uh, too short of a time to prepare, you know, for, for Bradley. Yeah, St. Louis was already when we kicked off at the place where he stayed lived for a year. That's where his kids went to school. That's where, where his wife uh, is here and has a friend. So that's a very, very important part that uh, – um, the coaching stuff doesn 't feel like it's something, something new for them, so that was a, an important part. and then I go back to that, uh, MLS Next Pro, having that opportunity to, 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 I would say learning by doing, uh, playing the Western Conference in, in the reserve uh, level, but then also having the opportunity to bring our spine six months over here before. so obviously these negotiations have been going on uh, I would say a, a year. From the start, or even a bit more, but once we signed them six months prior to the start, and I think that, you know, we have to be very, very honest and, and very clear about that. Having the coach here that early, having the players here six months earlier, it gave us a, a certain, a certain opportunity to grow together, to gel, to be already a team. Once, yeah, once we started training in January with the first team. There was already like 12, 13 players plus the coaching stuff. We knew each other since since half a year. That's not the usual expansion team. We were, um, I think, we made good use out of the opportunity to, yeah, to use uh, the next pro as a kind of, uh, I would say, a test run, uh, a test pilot uh, for a pilot project. So how are we going to approach the the first ever MLS season?
2: It is really remarkable how this academy has made its way through the area as well. You have U15s, U17s, uh, and a number of different players competing and, and performing locally. Can you tell us how that academy looks? It continues to play right now.
3: Yeah, I think uh, that's something, you know, where we were very clear from the start that uh, football here is so big and uh, there is so many talents here that we want to uh, really push for a top academy program. So now it's called MLS Next, uh, which is uh, basically having the U15s. We are playing with the U15s, the U16s, and the U17s. at the highest level you can play in the United States. And what for me was the most fascinating thing, we basically now in season three, in season one and season two, we made it to the playoffs, into the national playoffs, uh, finished third, finished fourth. So uh, to do that with a brand new team is, is, is unheard of. Unfortunately, you know, when it comes to the media, when it comes to, to the public, it, it somehow disappears a little bit because everybody focuses on the big boys and focuses on the glamour of the MLS. But for me personal, and, and, and also for, for Bradley and the coaching stuff, uh, our, our academy, that's our, that's our future. And we do have a, a lot, a lot of, of love, I would say, for that. And we put a lot of time and a lot of uh, passion into it. Because, you know, I always say the MLS players, the professionals right now, that's the moment. That's right now. But if you're going down in the age groups, that's the future, and there will be a big group of players which playing now still in a smaller club or going into a high school or don't even play in a, in a bigger club yet, which will be sooner or later they will be in the city setup up and probably also represent the first team in City Park. I think that's what, what uh, is our job as a, as a club. We want to be strong in the community. You know, we want to give our own kids a big opportunity And look at Mickey Perez, look at Kieran Glover. There is so many more out there. And having in the first year already two youngsters, homegrown youngsters, having their debut played in the MLS, I mean, you know, that gives younger football players, uh, yeah, a dream, a dream to work hard for. And we will support them with everything we can as a club.
2: It's well said, and there's so much that's going on with this organization right now, and that is a great example of it out in the community and in discussion with so many different people. When they talk about this team, it it has many, many different layers, and that's well laid out for us. We appreciate it. Can't wait to catch up with you again. I always love these talks. Great to spend some time with you. Good luck Saturday against Seattle.
3: Thank you so much, Tom.
2: Thank you. Lutz Vandensteel, Sporting Director, St. Louis City SC. John Mozilla, Cardinals President of Baseball Operations, is
1: next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.